It's God's grace that saves a sinner, and it's grace that helps him grow. After six days of witnessing God's boundless power and limitless creativity, we finally arrived at the final day of creation. But on this day, God rested from all his work which he had made. Let's listen in with Pastor John Wilkerson to receive the eternal truth of this future rest. Hello, friends, and welcome to Grace to Grow podcast. We're certainly glad to be able to share these moments with you. Thank you very much for tuning in to this particular time. We're going to study the Word of God. We've been studying the book of Genesis, where it all begins, the book of beginnings, where God started the human race with Adam and Eve and how he started the Hebrew race in chapter 12 with Abraham and Sarai. I'm glad to be able to share the days of creation. We have gone over that, and we see the parallel between the days of creation and the Christian, the Christian life. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And yet, when he made the world, the Bible says the earth was empty, it was void, and is without shape. And that's kind of how we are. We're created by God, but in our original state without God, you know, we are empty. We are without purpose. And certainly, we uh, are in darkness. And the Bible tells us, but two things happen. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and the Lord God said. And that's what happens to an individual. When they get saved, the Holy Spirit of God moves and brings conviction. The Word of God is spoken, and the light comes on. Day number one, the day of salvation. Day number two is he takes the waters and divides the waters from the waters and creates a day of separation. There should be distance. Christians are not perfect, but they should be distinctively different and certainly uh, coming out from the world, being separated from the world system and uh, not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Chapter three has to do with spiritual growth and soul winning. That is when God began to grow things on a, a dry planet, put all the dry land on one place, all the water in another place and created vegetation and put a seed inside of every single plant that would reproduce after its kind. And you know, whenever you and I are saved and separated unto God, we start growing and we start growing. And then we start telling other folks about the Lord reproducing ourselves in the lives of others who need Jesus Christ. I witnessed to a man recently, and when he got saved, one of the first things he told me after he got saved, he said, I want my wife to hear this. Can you come back and tell my wife? You know, I kind of a proof that someone's saved if they want someone else to be saved too. And he wanted someone else to hear that. You know, one time leading a man to Christ, his name was Choi. And boy, when he got saved, he said, don't go anywhere. My friend's going to come in here. Martin, you're going to tell him how to be saved. And boy, he went in the backyard and got Martin. said, Martin, come over here. We've been friends since we were fifth grade. He said, this pastor just showed me how to have eternal life. I wanted to show you how to be saved. And it was just interesting how that people who get saved want other people to be saved. And spiritual growth is important. Spiritual reproduction should follow spiritual growth. Day number four has to do with the sun, the moon, the stars, how they service the planet. It's a day of service, a day in which we take off our bib and put on our apron. Day number five is a day in which we have the supernatural grace of God becomes evident in our life because we go through deep waters or we go and uh, through some difficult trials, difficult trials of life, and we need wings. And uh, that's when God made the birds that fly and the fishes swim, the two things that human beings cannot do unless they have help. And that's when God begins to help us to do things that really are beyond our abilities. Then day number six 
He made the animal kingdom. And then he said, let us make man in our image. In the last podcast, we spoke about that. I think God's goal for every Christian, once they get saved, is to be conformed to the image of God's son. And that's what he wants for us. Romans chapter eight and verse number 28 and 29 tells us that that's what he wants for us. He wants to be conformed to the image of his son. I think Ephesians chapter four, one of the reasons God gave us pastors and teachers and evangelists and is so that we could be mature and perfected in the work of the Lord to edify the body of Christ. So we be henceforth no more children tossed to and fro, but we would grow up into the stature of the fullness of Christ. God wants us to live like Jesus. That's his goal, that we would be like him. First John chapter three tells us that one day we're gonna see and we'll be like him. But in the meantime, we should purify ourselves even as he is pure. And uh, being like Jesus in our response, in our problems, in our difficulties, in our relations, in our attitude toward money and possessions, all of that is really important. And I do believe it follows in succession, salvation, separation, spiritual growth and soul winning, service, supernatural help of God, and then to the stature of the fullness of Christ. Well, after God created everything, he said that in in chapter one, verse 31, that God saw everything that he had made and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So he looked at his creation. He said, it's very good. But then in chapter two, he begins the chapter telling us that he rested on the seventh day. Now, God did not rest because he was tired. He doesn't slumber. He doesn't even sleep. Psalm 121 tells us, so he's not ever tired. He doesn't get tired, but he did set an example, an example for you and I to rest and to worship on that day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made and He rested on the seventh day from all of his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day, sanctified it because in it had rested from all his work, which God created and made. I think the Sabbath day represents an eternal Sabbath rest. It is something that God is looking forward to. And quite frankly, the longer I live in this world, I'm looking forward to it too. I'm looking forward to the day in which we will spend our eternity with God. Uh, Of course, in the book of Hebrews, there remaineth a rest for the people of God. I think that's a reference to a time in which we will assemble with him and uh, be forever without the curse of sin, without Satan to aggravate and to afflict us without the nature of sin. I'm looking forward to that. I'm very thankful for that anticipation. And I think the seventh day speaks of a Sabbath rest with our wonderful creator, God. Someone said, what is the purpose of man? It is to love God and to enjoy him forever and to please him. And of course, this is to honor the Lord and then to help others is our purpose, but to enjoy him forever, forever and ever. One of the things I love about reading the book of the Revelation, the apocalypse, and it is reminders that one day we're gonna praise God with uh, tens of thousands upon thousands of saints from all over the world, lifting our praise to the Lord. And I know that heaven and eternity is not just standing around singing, but I do think that that's going to be part of it. And I think that uh, God has a plan for the ages and it includes you. He wants you to rest with him and enjoy his presence forever. That is the Sabbath day, a Sabbath rest with God's people. I hope you've enjoyed this study. 
I've enjoyed it. I'm very thankful when I think about the wisdom of God. And if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. How are you doing, friend? Are you allowing the work of the Holy Spirit to develop and walk you through the days of creation? Are you saved? If you're listening today and you're not sure if you died, you'd go to heaven. You're not sure that you have been born into God's family. You're going to leave this world either with your sin or with God's son. There's no other option. And you want to make sure that you have Jesus Christ. The Bible says, he that hath the son hath life. I was witnessing to a precious lady just this last week. And at the end of the time, she's the one who provoked me to talk to her. And I was so glad. I said, could I just share it with you what the Bible says? And by the way, always be ready to give an answer to any man who asketh a, a reason for the hope that's in you. Now, I'm not saying they always receive it. This particular girl at the end of it, she says, you know what? You've helped me. You've answered a lot of questions, but I cannot in my wildest imagination believe that everybody is going to be aware of that truth one day. And you know, I think the Bible tells us that God is that light which lieth every man that cometh into the world. I disagree with her. The Bible says the whole world will be without excuse. So nobody will go to hell without Christ, without an opportunity to have put their faith in Christ. God knows the heart and he's the God of all earth and he will only do that which is just and right. However, the power of the gospel is something all of us ought to be persuaded in. If you're not saved, come to Jesus. You can even contact us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to help you understand the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you are saved, well, then separate to God. Spiritually grow. Fall in love with your Bible. Make sure you work on the discipline of prayer and communication with God. Reach others with the gospel. Be faithful to serve in your local church. That's the best place to serve. And then I would encourage you to make sure that you trust the Lord in seasons of difficulties. Lean upon His grace. Realize our desperate need and our dependence upon the Lord and the grace of God. Grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and allow Him to develop the Christ-like characters that were in His Son, in you, and in me. And then anticipate a Sabbath rest with the God who loves us and made us. Thank you for tuning in. I pray the Lord will bless you and give you a wonderful, wonderful day in Jesus. It's God's grace that saves us Dear friends, God desires so much to be with us that He's prepared a way for an eternal rest with Him. What a beautiful thought that we can have a friend like Jesus for all of eternity. If you don't know where your soul will rest when this life ends, we urge you to believe in Christ through faith and place your trust in Him. The Creator of all will welcome you with open arms, and He desires to dwell with you for eternity. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with friends. Have a great day in Jesus.